Did we do well in the playoffs? No, we haven't won any playoff games um, in Ryan and Matt's tenure. Brad Biggs. It's jungle out there. Disorder and confusion everywhere. No one seems to care. Well, I do. Hey, who's in charge here? You better pay attention. All this world we love so much. terrible the Bears season's almost done don't worry we're almost there change is on the horizon but how much change will it be it's more for next episode this episode is probably going to be super weird thanks for continuing to listen even though the Bears are eh, they're trash they're trash two game winning streak though we love you Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. are undefeated in 2022 championship let's get wet god you look good thank you thanks buddy you look amazing you're in good health i imagine so it's good to be here with you this evening yeah the uh the covid hath run through i believe i'm in the i'm in the shedding i'm shedding the virus what a sick disgusting perverted term by yeah. The CDC? I don't I doubt that's a CDC thing. Just a a general medical term. Gross. Are you a CDC guy? I feel like people are either all the way in or all the way out. I feel like I don't have to pick a lane, you know? Do I do I have to It's confused. The language is confusing. Yeah. Can I say that? It's very the new changes. Do you go to work? Do you not? Can you go to a jewels? Can you not? Do you put a mask on your penis? Do you do you not? I think I don't know. It's I don't confusing. Know what to do. Yeah, not a lot of. Uh, I mean, I I don't really read the CDC on a regular basis, but not a lot of talk about uh, semen. Can it be? Can you throw around COVID and semen? Because I think Garfield That's, would be in trouble. Wow. Oh my God! Can you imagine how? much infection he has in John Arbuckle's house. It's got to be sick. Stay away from that litter box, hubba hubba. Arbuckle's a big anti-vaxxer, right? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? That guy, he is. 
He's on all the news channels that would be spreading that seed. Yeah, definitely. We used to follow a lot of suspended Twitter accounts. That's for sure, Brad Swiggs. Uh, this is a Bears podcast, right? <laughs> Not a I think so. Garfield I think so. vaccination news <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Breaking news here first about Garfield's vaccinations. Hint, hint, he hasn't had it yet, and Odie is very pissed off. <laughs> Woof woof, woof woof. Hey, I'm, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm in the corner. I can't get close to you, and I want to. I want your lasagna. Woof woof. So how did Andy Dalton look, Bill? <laughs> Let's talk all about it next segment here on Zara Dot. <laughs> all you see is just orange. You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Baby, Bears 1-0 for 2022. That's fantastic. Undefeated number one seed qualifications. Still eligible for the 2022-2023 playoffs. Dan, um, you and I spent some decent part of today in an Amazon watch party. That's what we did. And just to back the train up a second. Ooh, trains. Spoiler alert. Uh, your mom, also known as Beasel, had a great idea. So you and I, you did you, you did a Green Bay preview not that long ago. We found out that Tony Shaloub is from Green Bay, Wisconsin. You and I decided True. <laughs> to watch <laughs> the pilot episode of Monk, and we did. <laughs> and Beasel. <laughs> And it was horrible. We reviewed it. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so I'm still bad about it. <laughs> it was so bad. There was so many, so <laughs> so many wet sewers, rats, guns, you name it. And we, I think we promised ourselves that day that we would never <laughs> jump back in a monk. But your mom, Beasel, said, Dan, I got a great idea. You guys should just. Watch the finale. Yeah. Watch the finale. I don't even know if she said to report back or if you were just to do it in the privacy of your own home, whatever <laughs> the deal is. But um, just to settle spent, the story yeah. in our own Go minds, ahead. just yeah, to wrap yeah, up yeah, the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just so you can have closure on Monk after watching yeah. season one, episode one, the pilot, which was complete trash. Um, yeah. But I, thank God it was two parts. Thank God. It was two parts. It was um, it was unbelievable. Yeah, both parts were forty three minutes on the dot because you you gotta yeah. have advertising, right? You gotta have you some do. commercials, and you gotta you gotta milk it. I wonder if it was like a Monday Tuesday thing, or if they made everybody wait to like a full week for part two. What do you think? I'm sure it was a full week, and people were on needles and pins waiting for the reveal. They left you on a cliffhanger that. I absolutely was not interested in, but here we are. <laughs> My favorite part was you. 
I don't know if you said, I feel like you sent me a text before, like, hey, ah, it's two parts. Like, what's the move here? Do we watch just part one? Do we watch just part two? I was like, I feel like we need to watch both parts. And uh, I'll never get that time back in my life. No, you won't. But I, I'm sitting here right now. I feel like there's no regrets. We we None. jumped in. Um, this was season eight, so it lasted. Monk somehow lasted eight seasons on USA. I have no idea. It, it, so if you're a listener that kept this show alive, God bless you. But I feel like it picked up right where it left off. <laughs> exactly. If you were. Imagine if you were watching Game of Thrones and you watched episode one, the pilot episode, and then watched the last episode, you would have no clue what was going on. Monk, though, there were very minimal gaps that needed to be filled in for you and I, and we figured it out very quickly, very quickly. So I think the Monk writers were just, I don't know what they were doing for eight seasons. I don't know what viewers were doing for eight seasons, like what was going on with you guys? Tony Shalhoub, I mean, he had to have been bored out of his mind just doing the skittish, like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to touch this a hundred times. Oh, oh my God, is my oven on? You know, it had to just been torture for eight fucking seasons. Just mm-hmm. horrible. Just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, they did a, not to fast forward before we press rewind again, but... Uh, the end at the very end, and this is not a spoiler alert. They did a they had a lot of clips from from prior yep. seasons. Uh, it, it was it was touching. It was heartwarming. I think I saw uh, the Kanish from Rounders. I think he was in there mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. What uh, was your favorite memory in that montage? Well, I was my favorite thing was the one thing I recognized that was. Um, uh it, it came from it was it's a gif where he's wearing like a white like a white suit of some sort like yeah. a not a suit like you'd you know go to the church with which i would never do uh but like a like a <laughs> i don't know what you would call that like a body suit i don't know like a spaceship almost like suit. a hazmat suit yeah sort that's of, it. but without the helmet yeah yeah just his little yeah. his dumb little face poking out of the uh, the hole yeah yeah, kind of smirking a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing in that situation because, as Dan noted, we've only watched two and a half episodes of Monk ever. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that was my favorite moment. And they did have a scene from the first scene also, right, right. of him in that apartment. Um, yep. So that, yeah. But what about you? Did you have a favorite moment during the montage? Yeah, I think it was there was a, a scene where the mustachioed gentleman Still don't know his name. He's the captain of the police force. He's in what appears to be an interrogation room with a monkey sitting on the other side of the table, waving a gun around, and they're dancing. And I think one of them has a sig. I can't tell you which one. I can't remember. Uh, I have some questions around that. That should have come up in the uh, part one of either part one or part two of the finale, in my opinion. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um Let's get into it. Let's let's jump into this. Uh, so yeah, so an hour and a half of Dan and my life spent yep. today. Uh, we were watching on Prime. Uh, if you if you haven't done such things, I fully suggest it's called a watch party. There's a chat room. You and your friend or friends can jump in, have comments about what you what you're seeing in front of you in in real time. Um, it started off. It was I don't have any notes, Dan. So I'm, this is all I from don't memory. Either. Yeah. 
it it was Christmas again. Big surprise there, right? It was it was Christmas. Always Christmas, yeah. Always Christmas. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened earlier. There, there was a flashback, right? There was a flashback. It, so it was confusing. His oh, wife, yeah. his dead wife, jumped on board. We hadn't seen her yet because we've only seen the pilot. Um, familiar right. face from a from a sitcom, though. Yeah, from The Office. Mm-hmm. Jan. Jan was her name from The Office, That's it. right? That's it. Yeah, the the opening scene is it's Christmas time. They're both getting ready. He's sort of doing like, oh, I can't believe you married me, like making it very clear that this is a flashback. This is Trudy. Uh, maybe if you watched more than the first the series finale and the, the pilot, you would maybe know that ahead of time, but we didn't. Uh, but they made that very clear for people like us. Like, oh, you've yeah. just now starting Perfect. Monk on the very last episode. This is Trudy. She's going to die. So he's getting dressed. He's like, thank you for marrying me. He notices a little gift under the tree. He's like, oh, that's a new gift. I haven't seen that one yet. And he's like, well, what is it? I hope it's the new watch you gave me. And he's, she's like, nope, don't open it. Okay, it's definitely not Christmas. Who's just ripping gifts open days before who's over the age of two? Right. Monk is that guy. So yes. he's like, she's like, oh, okay, I promise I'll wait till Christmas to open this up. So that's kind of, and that definitely comes back into play and may have cost lives. It, it definitely may have cost lives. It was a moment that I locked in my brain thinking, okay, this gift has to come back into play, right? This has to, this is, it's, it's, we all know that people get gifts around Christmas, but we all don't have a spotlight courtesy of USA Network that is going to remind us of a moment in right. the the monk finale that we're all just dying for uh, part 1 of part 2. I don't remember what happened. Oh no, I think I think what happens next is she leaves and um she's in a parking garage and mm-hmm. she's nervous for some reason. Yep. And she says who's there? I think. No, nah, no, there was like clearly a sound that came from like against the wall. And she just looks directly at a guy that you can't see. It's a guy, girl, whoever. There's a person standing against the wall. And she just goes, was that you? And then just starts running. (laughs) Was that you? Like, do you just, like, there's nobody else in the garage. If there's a noise that was created by a human and it's just you and the other person, is that your first reaction? And go, is that you? And then start Mm -hmm. running. So, yeah, she was definitely very nervous. And rightfully so, because about five seconds later, a car blew up while she was in it. Yep. Yep. She she died. We later learned that Monk is Monk kept pictures of her car lit completely on fire yep. in a mm-hmm. photo album. Pretty strange decision there, I'd there, have to think. Yeah. Frame. It yeah. was framed in his in his living room. Not to correct you on the photo album thing, but it was no, very much you. on display at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. No, thank you. I you are there's no detail that <laughs> that passes you by uh yeah so that happened that was a flashback and then it goes into modern time he's sleeping uh but her ghost is sitting at the edge of his bed and says you know you're gonna see me soon so it's like man this is this is getting dark fast right right yeah getting real weird like monks i just assumed he was gonna kill himself which yeah you come to find out i think everyone kind of wanted him dead uh but they wouldn't say it out loud we were saying it for him are for yes. the uh, citizens of San Francisco and the mm-hmm. San Francisco Police Department that he mm-hmm. should be gone. So, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Um, where did we go next? Craig I, T. Nelson's I, house? 
Yeah, I think so. Like all of a sudden there's a new character, at least new to Dan and me. Um it's a it's a it's a blonde that has some sass who apparently has taken over the job of um fuck, what's her name? Rhonda? Sharonda, Sharonda. Sh- Sharonda, uh, right? Shinoma? Sh- <laughs> Sh- <laughs> I think it's Sharonda. Sharona. Sharona. Sharona, there we go. That's it. You got That's it. it. We got there. Uh yeah. And so it's it's her, it's the detective, the aforementioned detective with the incredible mustache. It's Randy, the uh the the doesn't know anything assistant. I don't know if he's a deputy, I don't know what his role is. The blonde, it's Monk. They walk into Craig T. Nelson's house, they go to his backyard. Craig T. Nelson has a lot of wall whiskeys lined up, and uh-huh. those cups there's not much room to fill extra whiskey, right? I kinda no. felt like I was at Darren's in, in Dublin. Mm-hmm. But Darren keeps it classy. He doesn't fill it to the brim with just straight scotch or whiskey or whatever the hell he was drinking. Yeah. Craig, uh, I mean, without watching the show, you knew immediately he was shady as fuck. And, and of course, he was. He was. But, yeah. of course, Monk is there in his backyard. They're getting a warrant uh, signed, and he, he's taking mental notes left and right. That will come into play near the end uh, when Craig T. Nelson eventually shoots himself in the head. But we don't have to get there yet. <laughs> Craig T at this moment is uh, a district judge. I don't really know the terms. Uh, Yeah, signs the warrant that Dan said. It was a weekend. They interrupted his barbecue. Uh, He offered everybody drinks, and they said, no, you know what? We're on the clock. Judge, really appreciate the offer. Very generous. Uh, His wife says something to the effect of, yeah, he's never going to move out of here. I don't know why she said that. Like, why'd she say that? Who it was? Nobody asked. Well. Nobody but it asked, was, but it yeah, came up. It later. was foretelling. Yeah, yeah. It was it was foretelling when he was digging up uh, a dead body in his yard. But we'll get there. Yeah, um, yeah Betty <laughs> shot himself in the head. It's so. Um, I think that was basically part one. I think it's kind of. I don't. I don't remember well, what else I think, happened there. Well, I no, something? I think. I think. Uh, this is when Craig T. Nelson figures out that Monk's hot on his trail. He, Monk's got to go. So he, the warrant, this, the warrant's being signed to search a house for the guy that Craig T. Nelson hired to kill uh, his wife. I, did did that guy kill his wife, or did Craig T. Nelson? I th- this guy killed you know the what? midwife. Unclear. He killed the midwife. Yeah. Oh, it was around the same. Yeah, same same time frame. Yeah. So he had that guy killed everybody. It. Yeah. Yeah, so he killed, yeah, so uh, Craig T. Nelson calls him. He's like, you got to kill Monk. And this guy, at this moment, I don't know how he was able to poison the sanitary wipes. Were they just Kleenex of Monk to to poison him, basically? Don't know how he did it. That was unclear. Everyone's just expected to just roll with it. Yeah. It was very confusing. You're right, because that the person that Craig T. Nelson was talking to that you were talking about happened to be at the grocery store of that hottie toddy blonde and her sailor boyfriend. He was dressed in yeah. a sailor suit. Also and- a doctor, I guess. Claims to be a doctor. Yeah. It was so confusing. And I don't know. Next thing you know, her shopping cart's missing. Uh, turns out this guy had it in his possession, which was confusing because- for maybe 10 cart. seconds. For right. maybe 10 seconds, he had the wrong cart. At the most. And I don't remember there being any wipes. I remember there, there being were. asparagus. Because there was a joke about asparagus. 
Mm-hmm. There was probably a few plums. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot, of, a lot yeah, of plums. He, I don't know why. He did a hard sniff on a tomato. Um, yeah. I think it was a tomato. Who's just ripping smells, smelling tomatoes? Is that a thing you do? Do you just get you, just, you just pick wouldn't. up? Do tomatoes have a distinct smell? Like you yeah, just get in there, and go. Learn? Oh, that's ripe. Oh, I love that. Oh, honey, come over and smell this. Oh, tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people I do don't. that. I wouldn't think so. Uh, and, and you mentioned this in the chat a few times. It, it was clear that you were uncomfortable with how often she was calling him Mr. Monk. Mr. Monk. Oh, this is for Mr. Monk. This Mr. is for Monk. us. This is for Mr. Monk. Oh, here's for our sailor dinner later. Uh, it was so confusing. I assume Very he has confusing. a lot of allergies, but don't call him Mr. Monk. Yeah, and he never corrected her in per- like, oh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Monk, oh, Mr. Monk, please lay down. You're coughing up blood. Oh, Mr. Monk, should we go to the hospital, Mr. Monk, Mr. Monk, Mr. Monk? God damn it, that would drove me crazy. No, it was it, it was wild. He went to a dinner at her house, the sailor's house. There was a younger girl there for some reason. She was never properly introduced to us, the new audience, <laughs> watching <laughs> watching part two of the finale at that point, I think. And um, he got sick. You know, there were a lot of jokes at the dinner table that she wasn't a great yeah. cook. Uh, he ends up getting sick. Uh, he, then they go to the they go to the hospital? I think I, I might be missing yeah. a, a, a beat I think they here. went to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. The hospital with one blood doctor in the entire mm-hmm. hospital system. Yeah. Which was very strange that that was even mentioned. Yeah. Why was that a big deal? He made it very clear that he's the old, what a ep, epa, epa, epologist, epa, maybe. I don't know, a blood blood doctor, and he was very clear that he's the only one in the hospital. He is the department. Yeah. Okay. What? All right. Sorry to hear about your budget constraints in this hospital. Who gives a fuck? Monk's dying. Monk is dying, as we come to learn, because he, I assume he had blood removed, and that was quite the scene, like getting him in that that chair. There was an x-ray, but he had his shirt on. His shirt on. Uh-huh. And then how many people bones? Do you think I think they had x-rays of his arms as well. Yeah. Yeah. We count. We stopped. I made you go back so we could count how many people held him down. Uh, if we're not counting the woman who administered the, the blood draw, it was 19 people, 19 people to hold down little clown haired monk. Unbelievable. Unbelievable scene. There were security guards. There were nurses. One nurse was very poor actress right by his crotch given a an off-putting face um it was awful i hated that scene all of it unnecessary yeah. it was the sailor was there the sailor was helping sailor to hold him there. down monk's not a big guy like he's an no. average size guy uh in pleated pants and as you noted yeah there was somebody uncomfortably close to the real Mr. Monk and wow, that thing, that thing's gotta, it's gotta be absolutely. damp down there. Oh yeah. Jesus. I can't imagine what kind of swamp gas she inhaled. <laughs> and for some reason it comes out of the bottom of his pant leg. Like he's got this pants so tight that it just sort of like, poof. 
out of the bottom of his bailing. So when he's getting restrained, you know he's squeaking out something small, but it's not small on the way out for sure. No. All 19 caught some of that tear gas in their nostril. There's no no doubt about it. Uh, and then it cuts to the next scene. I may be I may be off, but at least in my mind, it cut to the next scene. They're they're hanging out in the hallway for some reason. Like they, they must have needed the room, you know. Right. That's common these days. This is 2009. I don't think there was a pandemic going on, unless you count the swine flu. Uh, and it's it's Monk. It's the it's the frisky blonde. It's the sailor. They're waiting on the doctor to come down the hallway. The one blood doctor in the region to deliver some type of news. Uh-huh. And I think he had some news for Monk, didn't he, Dan? He did. He did. He made it very clear that he was poisoned, but they didn't know what it was. But the doctor was very sure that he was going to die within two to three days. And he said, and then death. You're going to have diarrhea. You're going to have your coughing and then death. And then you're going to have diarrhea again. And then you're going to die he said death and then death like five times. Uh, what was? I still don't understand what the point was with that either. Right. And nobody was shook up by the by Nobody the death. was. Everyone was just sort of like, ah, shucks. And they didn't say, hey, let's get you to intensive care right now because you're going to die. We need to yeah. monitor you. They're just like, well, I guess head home and just go die. Yeah. We'll call you. That's exactly what happened. It was I, I had to clarify with you in the uh, in the Amazon party room that didn't he just say that he was going to die? And there yeah. was no emotion from anybody, None. including the blonde. Yeah, right. Still, not it's sure not like you could. It's not like you could have missed yeah. it. He said it five times. Yeah, yeah. So it was. So so he went home. He went home. Yeah, he was a bit sweaty. He was in a robe. The blonde was in his house. I don't know if there was any sex. Hard to say. They didn't show that. They were running out of time. I think there was 23 minutes left in the whole, you know, the whole monk catalog, right? <laughs> I think we're still in part one, actually. Because it <laughs> ended with the... For, it, hope not it for ended, listeners' sake. Because <laughs> part one ended halfway through the video. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, uh, yeah, let me. Uh, so we get to the apart. Yeah. We get back to the apartment. He's sitting on his couch. He's sweaty. He's like, "Get me the, get me the Christmas gift. Get me the gift." What? Mm-hmm. You haven't opened the gift. She said you could open it up on Christmas. Why wouldn't you do that? 1997 was when she died, which we found on her headstone at some point. When he sh- shows up to the cemetery, he just goes, "Okay, bye. See you tomorrow." And so 1997, she dies. This is what, roughly, what would you say, 2009, something yeah, like that? Yeah, 12 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. 12 years. He hasn't opened this gift. And inside is a small cassette tape. Uh, I don't know what you play that on. That wasn't a VCR yeah. tape. It was like, it's it looked tiny. like a cassette tape. It was yeah. tiny. Uh, and this was the, the greatest. I mean, this. The writers, the actors, the director, everyone should have been arrested for this video for Monk. It was horrendous. It made no sense. And I I question anyone who's a Monk head. Is that what they call themselves as the fan of the show to like go back and watch that and just listen, maybe read a transcript mm-hmm. or read the script for that video because it makes zero sense. And it, no. I'm still pissed about it. I know it was it was his wife. Now that we, we know she's dead, 
She was blown up in a million pieces in the parking garage for reasons unknown, at least at that time. But it the video started <laughs> by saying, if you're watching this video, I am dead. <laughs> I am dead. Why is it a Christmas gift? Why did you put it a Christmas gift? What was her plan if she didn't die? Right. Well, she later said that I would have swapped this video out. I don't know why she said it on the video. You know, if 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 I haven't died, I'm going to swap this video out for one of those digital watches that you asked for, yeah. you fucking pervert. Fucking nerd. And, yeah. And uh, so it's, yeah, his, his ex-wife, you know, the chick from, from the office, as Dan said, she, she goes on to say that, hey, before we met, I had an affair. Yeah. And- stop there. Hard stop. Before we met, I had an affair. No, that's not an affair. That's not an affair. It's just not. So he hadn't met. You, you, like, could the, the cameraman at that point been like, hold on, stop, stop, cut? Was that what they say when they're, when they're filming show? Cut. Shit. Does that make sense? Before we met, I had an affair. No, that's, that's like, does not make sense. Jan from The Office. And Monk didn't even just took it in stride. Well, but he was a it little devastated by that no. news, though, too. Yeah. Like, right? He, Wasn't he? It was like. Caught was him like, to the core. Yeah, like, I guess she's had sex before, you know, we met and she blew up. And, yeah, I, I don't know what she told him. but And she also said something like, look, I know you, you've always held me in high esteem. You always put me on a pedestal. You've thought I've been perfect. And I think you said, well, way to, way to pat yourself on the back. And then, yeah. and then she had that to say. And then she said, you know, it happened to be a, a professor at my school. Um you know, uh, turns out, haha, we had a baby, uh, double haha, the baby's dead, um, triple haha, he gave me a call and he made me uncomfortable. So that's why I'm sitting in front of the Christmas tree with what I assume is a, a small camera. I don't know what, I can't remember what the technology was then. No, same. You know, I mean, none of it made sense. Just, why don't you just tell Monk that you and, – and how does – well, I guess I, I – I feel like that's big enough news you could share with your husband at some point. Yeah. Like, hey, before I met, I got pregnant, had a baby, it didn't live. Well, let's move on with our lives. I mean, I know yeah. it's not that easy, but – Shouldn't definitely be as didn't, hard as she made it. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't – and, you know, I keep going back to this. He had that for since 1997. Like we we could have ended the show, Monk, after well before the season season one episode one happened. We could have ended all of this. This yeah. I could have gotten an hour and a half back of my life today. Mm-hmm. So Monk got people killed. He did. He's a murderer because he didn't open that box to yeah, reveal that Craig T. Nelson murdered his wife. Who right. Craig T. Nelson, before he shot himself in the head in his backyard, he also had a doctor killed who was getting close to finding out the truth. So mm-hmm. Monk could have saved that doctor's life, but instead he waited until Craig T. Nelson had him killed before Craig T. Nelson shot himself in the, his Craig T. Nelson head. And he kept pressing pause on the video. It was, it was very bothersome. At, at some point it was revealed from the frisky blonde that – he had paused the video for two hours while she's two sitting there. Two hours, that's he's, right. He's sitting there sweating. 
you know, probably farting a lot because he's nervous. He thinks he's going to die, right? We touched on that. There's poison. The doctor said five times that death will follow the diarrhea. Um, And so there should be some urgency there, right? There should be. Let's get to the truth. Yeah. I don't think there was anything else on that video. Like he started, he kind of molested the TV like, you got way hey, too baby, close. I miss you. Right. I'm worried yeah. about his eyesight personally. Tony Shalhoub, the actor, like I feel like there's repercussions uh-huh. from that scene. It, there should be. Yeah, as there should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much was when my brain just shut off for Monk when the uh, mm-hmm. I, before we met. Oh, I that was the. I mean, I, how long are we running here? We're 27 minutes on Monk right now. <laughs> this is almost as long as part one. Um, it's true. So I don't they, know. So they follow the judge to to his confirmation hearing in Sacramento. Apparently the judge is up for a uh, big opportunity. Uh, Monk is coughing. They look like they're in a pew in a church. Um, Craig T. Nelson keeps looking back like, man, who is that coughing? Oh, it's Monk. Um he calls for a recess. Craig T. Nelson does. He asks why Monk is there. Monk says, you killed my wife or something like that. Yep, and you yep. killed the midwife. I don't remember the midwife's name. Um, midwives are there for gizzards, so I don't, I don't, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they, they punch each other a little bit, right? Yeah, I they think there's a, a little bit of a scuffle. Yeah. Can we actually talk about the midwife for a second? I don't think we brought sure. this up. Uh, yeah, go for when it. When Tony found out that his wife had been blown up in a car, he was actually investigating the missing uh, the missing persons report of the midwife at the birthing center. What did they call birthing that? Center. It had a weird That's what they called birthing it. center. Yeah. And they were talking, the, the mustachioed gentleman, monk, and the doctor who eventually gets murdered because uh, – Monk won't open a gift from 1997 and Craig T. Nelson has him killed before he shoots himself in the head. But they're standing in front of like a doll, like a very realistic doll of a baby with connected to an umbilical cord. And Monk is uh, fondling the cord. Yeah. Uh, That made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just, he was just like, oh, what are you doing to that cord? He's like, it was crooked. Uh, it was, yeah. it was, he was like, Monk, don't, you don't just come in here and start fondling babies. You're, you're a police officer. You're a grown man. You're from Green Bay. Knock it off. Yeah. Stop touching. Stop touching the baby's cord. Just. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Just, just, can you for once just stop it? Monk. The worst. I hate He's him so much. I know. And, you know, fast forward to Craig T. Nelson's yard, I think, at this point. It is it's it is sopping wet. Pouring. Sopping wet. Uh, Monk was in the hospital in between those two scenes, actually. Uh-huh. And Monk, Monk told the detective with the mustache that, hey, you know, I'm not going to make it, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want you to – I want you to kill – I think Craig T. Nelson's character, right? Or was it the other guy? Oh, we didn't no. even talk about the train scene. No, the other guy. Fine. Well, we have to that's talk. Fine. They caught. That's they fine. caught up with a guy at the train station. Randy fucked it all up. The guy got away. He eventually got hit by a train. Boom, dead. Uh, he wanted him to kill Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, yeah. And the cop, 
kind of committed to it, but I don't think Monk bought it. He, he didn't buy it right. for a minute. He didn't. So Monk escaped the hospital, apparently. Yeah, and you know how he did it? He uh, drugged a police officer. That's what we're right. led to believe. But we have no idea how he forced sleeping pills down a cop's throat who was sitting outside of his room. No clue. Yeah. Nope. Another one where everyone just went, went just said, hey, nobody's going to ask questions. No. These uh, monk heads won't, won't suspect a thing. No, they, and they, they surely didn't. I mean, it lasted eight seasons. So, yeah, Monk in the backyard of Craig T. Nelson. Craig pulls in from a long day of further questioning, I assume, in Sacramento. Um, it's sopping wet. Monk has a gun that he's not exactly holding straight. It seems to be slipping out of his fingers. He loves wet guns, I think is the loves point. Loves wet right? guns, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He directs Craig to a certain part of his yard, to, uh, and he throws a shovel in his hand, and he says, hey, start digging, man. Just start digging. And uh, all of a sudden, there's these other cops that showed up that are not the mustache and Randy. Uh, Then the mustache guy and Randy do show up at some point. Uh, Then what happens, Dan? Yep, then he just hits a skull in the yard. Uh, And this monk says, oh, I knew knew this is where the body would be buried. Because you have a sundial under a tree. Nobody does that. But why would Monk know the exact location of the body? Nobody's asking questions. None of the Monk heads are asking questions of the writers mm-hmm. to have a story that makes sense. So he hits Skull, and they're like, oh, we fucking got you. Done. I feel like the mustachioed guy comes over to Monk. He's like, it's over. We got him. Monk just places his gun down on the sundial. Craig T. Nelson picks it up. Bingo, bango in the head. Craig D. Nelson's dead. But before he he pulls the trigger, he says, take care of her, which mm-hmm. is very confusing. And yep. turns out that um, through very little research, uh, Monk's dead wife, you know, she had that kid that she claimed was dead. The kid is not dead. We're not sure if the wife has any idea that she's alive or not. Nobody's asking questions. Not a big deal. Um the kid's like 25 now or something, which makes, yep. which doesn't add up at all, actually, when you think about it, too. If you really like. Why not? I think it does. I think it might. Well, maybe it does. Maybe it does. I mean, I guess the video came out 12 years ago. Yeah, I guess maybe she could. I guess we don't know how long she was with Monk, is the point. The affair before she met yeah. Monk. It just, <laughs> it, it's fine. It's, yeah, you're right. It a, might not add up. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know not. what? Why am I taking the side of the monk riders? It does not make sense. Fuck you guys. None of none, you're no, not starting now. Does not it make sense. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But they very quickly find out somehow who the girl is. Um Monk kind of they're on like a they're outside like the San Francisco Chronicle or something, right? She works mm-hmm. for something uh, you know a periodical of some sort she's she's reviewing movies i realize that we're 35 minutes into this i apologize (laughs) and um and she's she's pretty excited to meet a guy that she has no blood relationship with at all or even beyond that right like right shouldn't she be creeped out i would or at least just be like hey this was nice see you later to never see you again nope then it just went on forever it's not his kid not his kid it's not his it's not his he has no legal or biological right to any of it none knock it off 
knock it off. Knock it off. And he, there's a beach scene. He's walking down the beach with her. He's taking pictures of her, probably without her consent, Brad Swiggs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and she said, hey, I got to go to Canada for this movie thing. And, and, and he says, yeah, I'll, I'll see you there. I'm in. Yeah. And she's not that bothered by it. Not really. She's sort of like, well, I don't know if she's too nice. And she's like, yeah, you should work. He's like, I'm not working anymore. I'm just going to hang out with you. Uh-oh. Red flag. Oh That's oh a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was not as bothered as she should have been. Also, uh, I think we missed a scene where he was in the police station with a stack of, I think they referenced 400 pictures that he was showing to his co-workers of her uh, doing various things. And he said he had half or maybe just as much still getting developed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 2009. Why is yeah. he still getting pictures developed? Right. Is that okay? Yeah. So I think we had SIM cards. Yeah. He's like, this is her. She's eating breakfast. This is mm-hmm. her. When she's telling me not to take pictures of her, here's another one of her trying to take the camera. Uh, and they're they're all just sort of like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of weird. That's when we also find out that Randy's leaving the, yeah. the police force. Uh, there yeah. was a lot going on. He's New Jersey. He got a, he got a promotion in, in New Jersey. Uh, spoiler alert, um, he's going to New Jersey because uh, – What's her name? The former, the former lady dancer, Sharonda. <laughs> Apparently, they, they've been a thing. I assume for all eight seasons. We don't, we don't all really eight. know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. seemed to be a big reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't mm-hmm. supposed to know. Um, yeah. yeah, and he's going to be the chief police. What do they call him? Yeah. Chief of police. Chief of police. Yeah. Of this town in New Jersey. Uh, he's the dumbest person alive. Yeah. He is so dumb. Crime spike. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah, he's going to get everyone there killed. That's like Oh yeah. 19 like holding on to evidence since 1997 the way it's open till 2009. So, what was it Summit, New Jersey? Is that a real yeah. town? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm sure uh Google may be your friend here, Dan. I feel like you might be looking it up. I thought that Randy, um, I thought he was going to be in on the crimes. That that was my thought when we were watching yeah. part two. I thought, I thought Randy's in. He's acting really weird. Um, but no, turns out he was just talking to Sharonda on the phone about a potential promotion. Okay, yeah, it's a town of twenty-one thousand people. Okay, yeah, he's he's. Wonder what the crime rate is there. <laughs> like it matters that like randy's a real person i think he probably is who cares uh, i don't fuck randy I don't re- i'll be honest dan i don't remember exactly how the show ended did they just like jump into that montage and then be like the end i think the beach scene was the at like him talking to the daughter that isn't his that he's just gonna keep harassing with uh photographs He's like, yeah, I'll go to Canada with you, and she's like, maybe don't, maybe go yeah. meet a new, get a, get a new wife, and mm-hmm. uh, don't come to Canada. And I think that's how it ended. Then it's like, oh, here's a montage, and here's a monkey waving a gun in an interrogation room. 
Bye, everybody. Sorry to waste your life. Thanks for the money. Here's a Randy Newman song. Is that his name? Yeah, Randy Newman. And uh, Randy really whored himself out for Monk, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. Yeah. He could do better. It was... It was terrible. We literally missed nothing in between the pilot episode and the series finale. We missed nothing. We pieced it all together. We hustled the system. Joke's on you, monkheads. You fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. Hopefully none of you are monkheads. But if you are, that's fine. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Before we tie a bow around this old oak tree, Dan, I, I had mentioned that I wanted you to put the voice of the mustachio detective oh, yeah. in your mind and see if you could think of who he sounds like. Could you – did anything ring a bell when you were listening to him talking no, to Monk on that didn't. hospital bed? Okay. He sounds exactly, exactly like the voice of the main character from Carousel of Progress. <laughs> You think so? Do you think that's dead him? ringer? Dead ringer. I think there's a chance. I think oh there is a, a, an above zero percent oh, chance. Wow, that that's I, the voice of our guy. That's awesome. Oh, mm-hmm. that guy. I hope that is the voice. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's my daughter again. Check out that. F- check out her fun bags. <laughs> Fourth of July. <laughs> so the Bears played on Sunday. <laughs> they, they won. The Bears won. Who do you think on the Bears is most likely to uh, be a monkhead? Pat O'Donnell. Chris Tabor. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chris Tabor, absolutely. He definitely absolutely was sobbing at game. the end. Yeah. Yes. I could say, oh, yeah, just, yeah, they really tried to tug at the old heartstrings at the yeah. end. It, it just looked like a bunch of stupid scenes. Like, I felt so good about not having watched. Same. Yeah, it didn't look funny at all. It's like, is this supposed to be funny? Uh, I didn't. I didn't understand any of it. It was horrible. Fuck you, Monk. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the Bears Bears talk. No, definitely. We're about to get very deep into into Sunday's win against the Giants. Uh, Mike Lennon. Wow, you look great. He's terrible. Thank God. I did enjoy the spin from the – are we really going to talk about the Bears now? Or are we just going to – yeah. Uh, <laughs> 40 minutes in. Mike Lennon, he – I did enjoy the media spin that he – Mike Lennon was so terrible – that Ryan, this is still on Ryan Pace, that he was so bad against our team that it just validated even more how shitty he was. And I, who was in front of that? I feel like David Haw was a guy who was like oh. really pushing that. I feel like I saw on Twitter. I could be wrong, but it was kind of surprising that the Chicago media was still just pounding the, you know, pounding the table like, this is on Ryan Pace. Mike Lennon, we paid him the most money in his career. Look how fucking horrible he is. And he is awful oh my god is he terrible he was four of 11 for 24 yards and two picks <laughs> and i think a fumble um that was really strange i think i don't know if it was adam johns or kevin fish who put in the in the athletic where they really 
I didn't totally think of like the full circle thing just because I try not to think about the Bears until the season's over. <laughs> this is a Bears podcast. Uh, but they said total full circle. It was Glennon faced Dalton, who took over for Nick Foles, who was, requ- who was acquired to replace Mitch Trubisky, who took over Glennon's job. All the while, Justin Fields is on the bench because he's yeah. hurt. And for whatever reason, Jay Cutler's in the crowd, the guy who, like, preceded all of this. He was in the audience. Why, why uh, was Jay was? Cutler at that game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, really stupid. So it was like everybody, with the exception of Mitch, was, like, in the building, basically, of, like, Ryan Pace's oh, – Bullshit. This is how long Ryan Pace has been around. Like yeah. Jay Cutler was a quarterback. I I had totally forgotten that. Oh, so, I, yeah. That's you know that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Just just a fucking joke. I mean, I guess in general the game was fun. I guess it's good fun Bears game. But I mean, like the offense wasn't unbelievable. <laughs> it wasn't any of that. It was the defense looked great against the terrible terrible offense i mean the giants with negative 10 passing yards um i mean i didn't think i'd see a worse passing performance this year than our bears against uh the browns this season but oh boy did we see an even worse performance did i did i hear this on the radio today that mike glennon had more snaps at wide receiver than he did completions he had like five snaps at wide receiver because they were running the wildcat (laughs) Which also didn't think I'd see another team running Wildcat more than us, but holy shit, are they awful. And Joe Judge, they're claiming he's coming back. That feels unnecessary. Yeah. This please. is, please, he put him out of his misery. He seems like he's out of his mind as well. Yeah. He's useless. The Giants are useless. Somehow they're worse than us. Somehow they hurt themselves by losing to the bears kind of at least with one of their draft picks they're in no man's land that's why i believe you put money on the tie which you should have um robert quinn kudos to robert quinn for breaking the bears all-time single season sack record uh what i learned this weekend he he had a brain tumor in high school i didn't know that whoa i didn't know that either whoa how about it good for I mean, he seems like a good great guy. Yeah, good yeah. for him. I mean, good for him, like, fucking bouncing yeah. back and being the Bears' single-season sack record. I mean, it, doing it without Mac really, at all this season as well is, is, is fucking incredible. And he's so quick off the line. I mean, there's so oh, many yeah. times when the ball snapped and he's already three three steps back almost by, before the ball even gets to the quarterback. At least it's the way it feels. Yeah, good good on him. I mean, I was I actually was getting worried near the end of the game there that he wasn't going to get one Sunday and then we were going to wait all games this next Sunday, this coming up Sunday and he was going to come up just short, which would have been a fucking shame. But yes. shame on us, the Bears for wasting his awesome season on just meaningless bullshit all year. Yep. Sucks. Typical Bears. Typical Bears. Just absolutely pathetic. Um so he's obviously candidate for the Zero Doinks Cornish Hen Player of the Week. Uh, David Montgomery is. He had a couple of scores. Um, Andy Dalton is not just because he's trash. Mooney, yep. I think, was a candidate from our fans and eggs as well. Um, Dan, we're going to kick it back to you this week. Uh, Good. For... I don't want to do the. He- I don't want to do the hen voice. 
So who do you think uh, deserves it? Do you think any of those three? Anybody else that you do have veto power here with uh, two weeks left, <laughs> two weeks left <laughs> in the season? Did, <laughs> who did, gets the Zero Dogs Cordeshed Player of the Week in the next to last week of the season, buddy? Did someone? I feel like it might have been Rick Fieldsman mentioned um, Mike Lennon. As uh, getting oh, okay. the corner shine because he was so bad. But I, I feel like we got to give it to Robert Quinn. Just give it to him. Cock winner. Oh, Robert. Oh, the good thing about hands <laughs> is that we have long beaks. I wouldn't mind putting my beak in your ear and I'll suck that tumor right out. <laughs> it's still in your head and it's benign, but I'm going to suck it. I'm going to suck it out of your head. Oh, I can't wait to come home from Detroit. It's a bit nippy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Robert. I'm a Cornish head. Thanks so much, Hen. Uh, medical professional as well. Sucking benign tumors out of uh, out of his head. That's that's so nice. Monk could yeah. use a doctor like him. Good point. Yeah. He's he's a versatile guy. From what I, That's why you shouldn't shoost them. From what I right, understand. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, that's great. That's great. Okay. What else uh, we got? Bears playing the Vikings this weekend for a battle for second place in the NFC North. Wow, that's that's pretty sad that the Vikings have allowed the Bears to potentially equal their record in 2021. Uh, it's just, how did that it's pathetic. happen? I yeah. have no idea. Well, Kirk Cousins, I mean, that's, that's a good place to start mm-hmm. um mike zimmer also another guy who's lost his mind i had this thought today it would just be fun if we just switched coaches like they're both mm-hmm. probably getting fired anyway just switch them like game day like just be like ah you know what we're just gonna try something different zimmer you're coaching the bears today uh naggy you're coaching the vikings we're not giving you any heads up other than five minutes before kickoff so we're just, just have fun with it. Wouldn't that be great? They should. That'd be awesome. I'd love it. I would. I want to see it. what it's like. I want to see what it's like to play against Matt Nagy. Just once, because he's probably not going to get a head coaching job ever again. I just want to see what it's like. Yeah, especially if he has to think on his feet. Right? That'd be that'd be perfect. Right. Oh, it'd be so good. He'd just be shaking on the sideline, just unsure about what to do. It would be do great. We, uh, do we think that even if Justin Fields is healthy going into Sunday that he's going to play, or do we think? Yeah, no way. Yeah, no chance. I hope not at this point, right? Don't do it. No, and I'm not even convinced he's actually hurt. I just feel like they're like, we're just going to stop any chatter right here and just throw you, just say you're inactive, say you're still hurt, and let's just get this shit over with, right? That'd be fine. If that's what's yeah. happening couldn't be more fine with it at this point like the less naggy in his life the better right yeah but different story on the offensive line I think those guys need to play Jenkins and Borum I think that those guys need the reps just so you can get an idea if they're worth a shit at all that's important Justin Fields is our guy we know that the line is still very much in flux even with those guys so Get those guys in there. Get Jason Peters out. Like he doesn't want it. He doesn't even want no. to travel with the team at this point. Like, no, why would he? Put him out of his misery. Cut him a check and say thanks. Thank you for your service. Go the fuck home. Go fishing, and just throw Jenkins in the mix. And if Jenkins 
breaks his entire body right away. Who gives a fuck? It's I mean, I don't want it to happen, but no. it's the, well, at least you know what you got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's the right attitude. Um, I'm going to assume that you didn't do any research because we've already done research on on Minnesota's coaching staff, right? There's Kubiak's, there's Clint's, there's a yeah. lot of a lot of K's, and it's gross. The whole thing's yeah. gross. Who cares? Who cares? Even if I even if I, yeah, who cares? Who cares? If we hadn't have done them, I, at this point, who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who cares? Uh, other NFL notes, uh, Packers clinched the one seed last night. Uh, who, cares? who cares? Who cares? They're winning the Super Bowl, though. I hate to say it. God, I hope you're wrong. I don't even want so them to I. get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. It's not like you're rooting for them. Uh, they would play either the Cowboys or Cardinals in the second round, it sounds like, right? Ugh. And then... I assume the Bucks as the two seed. Who's the three? Rams. Bucks will yeah, smoke ever, the Rams' ever, ass. Everyone's so shaky in the NFC, other than the Packers. So I, it's just it's hard. The Tampa Bay seems to be falling apart. And Antonio Brown, holy cow, what a show oh by him yesterday. That oh was boy. that was that was fun. I don't can't be mad at it. He's, no, it was great. Yeah, who cares? But yeah, Dallas seems to. Who knows what they're. So up and down, and Arizona, uh, they all suck. None it's of them scare me. Yeah, no, it's got to be Tom Brady or bust to exactly to keep Aaron Rodgers out of that fucking Super Bowl, doesn't it? That <sighs> sucks. That sucks. sucks. Well, yep. You know what? Average cheese. I think we saw you shirtless in the crowd last night, so you got some <laughs> sweet looking tits. That's what we can say about you guys. <laughs> Exactly. This has been Bears Giants Review with a little bit of monk. <laughs> a lot of a lot of monk. Sir Dogs, see you next segment. Fuck you, Randy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. We are back, Bears Fantasy Corner. We're down to the wire here, Bill. We are tied going into week 18, right? Yeah, week 18. Everyone yeah. has a bye. There you go, Dan. Good job. We got there. Fantasy Corner, you beat me this past week. That's why we're tied. You had David Montgomery, who had uh, some fantasy points. I don't know how many. I had Jesper Horstead. Not even sure if he was active this week. I got to sneeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. So this week, Bill, we're going down to the wire here. Who will come out in front? I would like you to tell me who you like in Bears Fantasy Corner this week, Bill. Hit me with it. 
Okay, Dan, I appreciate it. Yes, it is coming down. Everybody's getting very, very tight in their anuses. They're nervous. The stakes are super high. We put a lot of cash on the winner here. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to do what NFL teams do. Good coaching staffs do. They scout. They pre-scout, you might say. So what I did, I watched the Bears-Giants game, and I saw something that I think may come up in Week 18. And what that is is a guy that's going to run in a touchdown on the goal line, Tonga. I'm going Tonga, and he's going to score. Or he's not going to play at all on offense. (laughs) There's no in-between. I'm going Kyrus. Kyrus, yeah, that sounds right. Tonga. It's my pick. It's my pick to win it all, Dan. That's where I'm going, buddy. I like that. What about I you, like that. buddy? Okay, so I like where your head's at. I'm thinking about going on something a little different myself. Did you watch the Packer-Viking game last night? I didn't sure. not, but I saw a few highlights, one of which was I think the longest reception I don't. It wasn't the longest reception of the game, but a reception by the center, I believe, for the Vikings. It bounced off somebody. He caught it. He rumbled down the field for about 15-ish yards. I think that will happen again, but this time against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with Sam Mustafer as my click to pick. He's going to get a deflection off of Jimmy Graham's stone hands in the end zone for a touchdown. Sam Mustafer is my pick. I love that. That is fantastic. That dude made a hell of a catch. Bradbury, I believe is his name. The run was even better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He almost broke it all the way. Yeah. That's a dude who probably played tight end in central Illinois. And then couldn't stop eating, for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Well, great. I think we're going to have a very clear winner after, uh, after this Sunday's game. So that'll be fun. Yes. All right, Bill, before we get into the John Lithgow Top Performers of the Week, you won our Fantasy League this week. I this did. Season. It was Congrats, very buddy. exciting. Oh, thank you so much, buddy. Yeah, that uh, that Packers-Vikings game, the aforementioned game that you mentioned and forementioned, foreskinned, uh, yeah, that was a game that I was glued to and on, as was uh, Rory Doinks, who... Had, there had to be somebody who lost, and Rory, unfortunately, was that person. I've yet to hear from him. There's been no congratulations offered, which means he is waiting for uh, a points discrepancy from yep. CBS. Exactly, which I get it. Yeah. You know, Rory's an attorney. It's not his first time around the block. He's looking for a way to get that trophy very <laughs> nude in his house. I appreciate it. I'd be in his uh, place uh, as well. Probably nude. Uh, so I get it. Uh, so that catch that, that you talked about that, that Bradbury made for the Vikings, um, my co-owner Jack Doinks and I were texting after that happened, and we said that that's going to get us the W because it led to a Vikings, like a cheap Vikings touchdown, and they oh, kept nice. Rodgers on the field for the next drive. Like it, it kept it close, and it kept it – they had cut it to 20. And okay. we're like that is our immaculate reception, and it turned out to be <laughs> the case. Uh, yes, uh, Bear Force won, won by 1.01 points. Super close, super wet. Um, very excited. Uh, thank you so much, Dan. You won the league last year, so obviously we are fantasy football geniuses. We absolutely are. Congratulations, buddy. I was thanks. 
Uh, not that anybody cares. I was in two championship games myself, lost both of them. I was in the Ooh. consolation championship in our league, lost that one. Uh, just a bad week for me all around, but it is what it is. It's fantasy football. I'm up a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a total sidebar here. I have the, the Steelers-Browns game on right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, the uh, Browns just scored it to cut it to 13-7, to but when they showed the end zone, there's a retired number of the Steelers. I think it was number 83. His name is Lewis Lips. Mm-hmm. Linda mm-hmm. Lips. Linda oh Lips, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did just caught my eye. Lewis Lips. Any relation, you think? It's got to be her uh, her grandpapa, right, that got her in the porn business, I'd have to think. You think her grandfather got her into porn? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Well, you know, he we'll saw an angle. We'll do some research on that. That's that's okay. fair. Get back to him. All right. John Lithgow, shirtless and Dexter, uh, performers of the week. Uh, uh, here, all right, top performers this week. Uh, first, Joe Burrow, 48 fantasy points. Joe Burrow's awesome, wow. all the way awesome. 446 yes. yards and four touchdowns. I, uh, and also second on our list today is Jamar Chase. Ooh. That might be the first time. Maybe there's a Patrick Mahomes three kill. Maybe this has happened before. Uh, but Jamar Chase had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes had passing yards. How unbelievable is that? It is unbelievable. That was crazy. It was like the Chiefs forgot how to how to cover a wideout, especially a guy who kept getting fed the ball. That's you're right, Joe Burrow, all the way awesome, and way talks awesome. a lot of shit too. Love it. Yeah, he's got some swagger to him. That's a lot of fucking fun. Uh, I don't hate Burrow. I feel like he's a guy. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's, he's yeah. Awesome. I saw a tweet saying. He's basically who everybody wanted Baker Mayfield to be. Yeah, exactly. He's Baker Mayfield, but really good. Yeah. Um, all right, third on the list this week is Russell Wilson, meaningless. Let's get Why? to the trash performers of the week. This is going to be fun. I think okay. we know who's had the worst week. This might be a. This might be the worst week of all time. Mike Lennon. <laughs> He had negative six and a half points. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's impossible. I mean, Absolutely. just I went into scramble mode myself because I had I had to have I have Lamar Jackson or Kirk Cousins uh, on a team. Thinking, oh, we have the Giants against the Bears defense. I really I'm really in a pinch here. Maybe Mike Lennon will turn it around against his old mm-hmm. team. And you put him in, it's negative <laughs> six and a half fantasy <laughs> points. <laughs> Kills God. me. So useless. So useless. Who'd you uh who'd you land on when you were scrambling? Uh, t- uh Tua. Tua was okay. my guy. Oh, he was bad. He was bad. Um uh, let me just run through let me run through Glennon's fantasy points this year. He had eleven week five, he had eleven. Okay, that's not terrible. Week thirteen, he had six. Not great. Uh, week 14 against the Chargers, he had 21 fantasy points. Wow. That's surprising. And then against Dallas, he had negative one, one and a half. Philly had 10, and then <laughs> negative minus six and a half. Oh, my God, is he bad. He's so trash. bad. So oh. trash. God, what a – is he going to be in the league next year? I don't know what his, his deal – how long his deal runs with New York, but – He if, can't be. He can't be. 
how do you have him in a camp and like look the rest of the team in the eye and be like, yeah, yeah this is this is a guy who should be one of the fifty three. Yeah, Come on. exactly. I talked to a buddy today who was sitting right behind the Giants bench. He's like, they were great seats. He's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I couldn't stop staring at Clennon's neck. He's like, it's very distracting. He goes, it's way more odd looking when you're up close to it, and I. <laughs> I loved it. He's like, it's yeah. it's it's great to look at. So maybe that's – I think I maybe threw that out there in our text is that that's why he keeps getting jobs because people just like looking at his neck. Yeah. It's just interesting. Hey, that makes as much sense as anything. That's – Yeah. Not a handsome guy. Not a handsome man, but made a shitload of money. He's got an attractive wife too from what I remember. So he's doing okay. He's doing all yeah. right. Joke's on us. Uh, let's wrap up Fantasy Corner here with Taysom Hill. He had 21 fantasy points. Who cares? So what? Mm, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, you're not making the playoffs, Taysom. Okay. Are they officially out, the Saints? No. Mm. Okay. They're, they're alive. Right. They better not make okay. it. Oh. They don't. Yeah. God damn it. The NFC is so soft this year. Fuck you, Nagy and Pace. We just ruined a year where we could have slid in and did some damage with a halfway decent team, you dumb fucks. I know. Just assholes. Such assholes. It better be a dark, dark black Monday next Monday, guys. From sweaty all the way down, get rid of them yes. all. One of my favorite things from uh, New Year's Eve weekend was Rick Fieldsman's tweet saying, well, Virginia McCaskey is now the oldest woman alive after <laughs> Betty White died. <laughs> so great. Rick, you're one witty gentleman. He really is. I love him. I love him so much. Can't wait to hear him in the next segment. Indeed. See you there, Dan. Thanks for all your research in the next to final Bears Fantasy Corner, buddy. See I hope I hope I beat you this weekend, buddy. Sam Mustafer, click to pick. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Spread pick three printing money pick of the week. All right, hams bread. Let's kick it to Rick. Go, Rick. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Ricky Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's my dad. Hands and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, doinkers. We are back this is rick fieldsman once again missing my deadline recording this a little bit late but i gotta tell you the bears are back baby they are back they are the hottest team in the nfc north 
they just need a little bit more time. We need to add another 10 or so weeks, and we would be right in the playoffs. We figured it out. The Bears are so hot. I am really looking forward to it. I gave you two of the hottest picks, which were the Bears at minus six and over 37.5. That minus six hit in the first two seconds of the game. That over did not hit because only seven points were scored in the second half, which was an absolute travesty. I am not happy about it. But you know what? One and one, baby. You still got the same amount of funds in your account minus the juice. So let's get to it. This is the uh, penultimate episode of Hams and Spreads for this season. Rick 3.0, I believe, is 4-2, which is a pretty hot record. So let's end it with a 3-0 record. Wait, no, next week will be the final. I'm going to give you three of the hottest picks next week. So let's just stick it with this week. Here we go. Hams and Spreads pick one. Oh, Rick loves the last season of the NFL. Because all these third stringers are trying to make a name for themselves on offense. And everyone on defense just wants to go home. It's too cold for them. They don't care. They're not playing defense. So I'm betting three overs. Over number one, Cowboys versus Eagles. This is Saturday, 7.15 p.m. I love pro football on Saturdays. So do the Eagles. So do the Cowboys. These teams have so much to play for, I think. Over 42.5 is an absolute lock at minus 110. Over 42.5. Let's go to the next pick. Hands and spreads pick two. Oh, my gosh. We are going to go to Sunday. The game starts at 12.02 p.m. I got to do it. Washington football team versus New York Giants. The Giants offense was hilarious. But the Bears' defense was just that good. Washington football team, you know that they're going to be putting up some points. Sorry about that little edit there, but uh, I woke up the misses with my hot, hot pick. So I am, apologies to her, no apologies to you, the loyal listeners. As I was saying, the Washington football team is going to be putting up some points. The Giants have figured out their offense they are going to run the ball 100% of the time. They're going to be moving that ball. The over-under is 38 and a half. It's going to be tough, but that over is going to hit 38 and a half. This is a classic trap game for that. A lot of people are going to be betting that under. It's going to be somewhere like 89%, but you need Rick Fieldsman to diagnose all of these lines and give you the hot pick. So that's number two. Let's go to the last pick. Habs and spreads pick three. Oh, my gosh. Oh, print, printing money's pick of the week. Uh, no sponsors this week for printing money's pick of the week. Uh, hopefully we'll get sponsored for our season finale next week, but I absolutely love Packers versus Lions Sunday at noon over under 44 points. The, the Lions have something to prove here in the NFC North. They are not going down without a fight. You know that they're going to be slapping so many points on the board and I am betting the over 44 on this. Three of the hottest picks this weekend. I hope everybody had a great new year. I did. I'm not drinking for the month of January. I'm hitting up that Peloton. You want to do a Peloton ride with me? You let me know at Rick Fieldsman. You just, you just let me know. And with that, I think I'm... 
oh, you know what? This Bills-Jets game, you know what? Here we go. This is unprecedented. Ready? Hands and spreads pick four. Bills versus Jets. Bills are 17-point favorites right now. I'm betting the Jets plus 17. This is a hot bet. Moneyline plus 750. I'm not doing that. Jets plus 17. I've never seen anything like it. There it is. There's the fourth pick. Never been done before. This is going to be the new thing. Let's just keep adding picks every week until we get to 27 picks. It's uh, it's going to be the 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 key segment within uh, Zero Dogs. Couldn't remember the name of the podcast. Let's send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. A little more energy than I was expecting. Yeah. He's not dying. He's he's He may not be dead inside. I am, but he may not be. Dan, uh... Has Joe Fortenbaugh put a number on this game yet, buddy? He has. I can never remember if it's Fortenbaugh or Fontenbaugh. Fontenbaugh. Harbaugh. Uh, we do have a line for this game as my guy on the strip, according to Brad Swiggs. I'm from, I'm from Virginia. Whoops. Did that sound like him? Um, yeah. I think they opened at three. Bears are plus two and a half now, according to DraftKings. Over-under is 44 if you want to bet the Bears' money line, plus 120. Uh, For my own personal interest, Bill, I need the Bears to lose this game because I have them finishing exactly third place Mm. in the NFC North. Um, I can't root against the Bears, but if they lost, it wouldn't be bad for me. I did hit my between six and eight wins. What do you like, Bill? Well, on that similar thread, I would really appreciate a W for the Bears because I have a uh, over six and a half win pending oh, wager okay. and an over two and a half win division wager out there. So I could hit the daily double if they do it. Uh, I do think they're going to win, actually, because I think yeah. the Vikings have quit, and I don't think the Bears totally have. You know, Andy Dalton's playing his ass off because he probably knows this might be the last game he ever plays in the NFL, right? So, yeah, I think the Bears win. I think I totally agree. I think the Bears' money line is a play for sure. Yeah, the Bears haven't really quit, especially on defense. They they're still playing pretty hard. The Montgomery, that dude doesn't he doesn't take any plays off. I, I totally agree with you. I think they've quit. The Vikings. Kirk Cousins officially can't play. Is that is he like just because he's not vaccinated? He's still going to be out, or they changed the rules, right? They changed it, so I would expect he'd be out there unless he's actually sick. So, yeah, I, I hope he's out there. I'd love one more run at him. That, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> what have you been saying the last few weeks? You're playing the Vikings for God knows what reason. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I think of that every time I see it on the schedule. I just it kills me because yeah who cares who cares seriously seriously it that reminds me on uh i was watching a fair amount of red zone on on sunday and i think there were nine games going at the uh the noon the noon window if you will um and so they do like that 
quad box, not quad, yeah. quad times two, octabox, <laughs> and uh, oh. the only game, the only ooh, the only game not on there were, was uh, Bears Giants. Is the only game <laughs> not not on the entire red zone until they were actually in the red zone. Hilarious. Makes How sense. far the mighty have fallen. <laughs> exactly. Um. <laughs> Any other games catch your eye, Dan? Yeah, let me take a let me take a little peek here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna check it together in real time here, my friend. Okay, you okay with that? Uh, let's, let's do see. it, buddy. Mm, Jags are getting fifteen at home against the Colts. Jags are trying to lose that game, right? I think if they lose, they get the one number one pick again. Yeah. holy shit. Yep. yep. Oh. There is not much on the board here that I like. Bengals. Bengals are two-and-a-half-point dogs at the Browns. Meaningless game for them? No. Jockeying for seeding? Seeding? Maybe. Must be. This is a weird week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. um, Packers are given three on the road at Detroit. Detroit also trying to lose that game. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jets plus 17. At Buffalo, almost called that bill. Jets yes. beating the Bucks at home. That was a fucking bummer. I it put was. some cash on that money line. That would have been sweet. Well, um, yeah, they had it. What they're up four on the Bucks three, and they yeah. ran a fourth and two quarterback sneak with Zach Wilson. What the fuck yeah, you doing? I like don't I don't mind know. them going, but why? Zach Wilson's like four foot three. Don't run that play. <laughs> right, right disappointing uh yes. you know what bill i don't really know chargers at raiders going. is that is that uh yeah. for a playoff spot yeah i think so. sunday night sunday night chargers minus two and a half on the road at the raiders i like the chargers raiders are trash yeah. i i mean yeah. they just i know they just beat the colts colts were very covety carson yeah. wentz had to win him a game of course he's not doing that I like the Chargers, minus two and a half. That's the only other game I think I like. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. They're weird, but yeah, I would go that route as well, buddy. Well, guess we ought to kick it to Toffee's Corner. What do you say, buddy? Ugh, gross. For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan for my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go. Oh, we don't care what the red side say. What the heck do we care? Toffee's Corner, exclusively on Zero Doinks. Oh boy, our Toffees, we're back in action this weekend. And mm, how'd things go, Dan? Uh, they lost again, Bill. They lost again. They uh, lost to Brighton. Hove and Albion, or it sounds like a law firm. I don't know why there's a law firm that owns a, a football team over in uh, England, but apparently they do. Our boys are 15th on the table right now, sitting at 19 points. 
Burnley, who's in 18th and currently in the relegation zone, uh, zone 11 points. Oh so we're our boys are not far off from getting all the way relegated. I think I put this in the text with the uh, the eggs. Uh, I think I'm blaming you. I'm officially blaming you for Everton's fall here. I appreciate it, and you know what? I do have a few thoughts. You know, there's lackluster defending that was the undoing in the first half. I wasn't surprised to hear the loud boos around Goodison at the full time whistle. Good for the youngster Taylor to get his first two goals, but the team just isn't good enough at the moment. And we'll we'll see if the new arrivals come through this month. They can give us a spark or if we're going to get dragged into the relegation battle that you were talking about, Dan. But at least we can't lose this week as it's FA Cup third-round weekend. Who doesn't love a good trip to Hull? Oh, they're going to have a rough go toward the bottom of the championship themselves. So I wouldn't be surprised to see both teams fielding a lot of young players. Might be a good chance for a few of them to impress and make a case to play in the upcoming league games dan back to you okay thanks dave um i don't know they stink i've i for some reason i've been interacting with everton news on twitter and it's like 30 percent of my feed now so i see a lot of angry evertonians at rafa benitez Mm mm-hmm it seems very Matt Nagy-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I don't know. Everyone seems to hate him. He should be gone. I obviously don't know enough to know what's what, but oh boy, did we pick the Bears of the EPL. They stink. They all the way stink. Their fans are booing. They're upset. They're upset at management. It sounds very much like the Bears. <laughs> We nailed it. Sorry, Mike and England, for putting our stank all over your team. But to be honest, we've been fans ever since we were born also. Exactly. Yeah. This so we're sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Toffee's Corner? <laughs> Question mark? Thanks, Dan. I'm glad we're here until the end of time. <laughs> Love you. This concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment, which includes the segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag. At Zerodoinks. All right, we're going to wrap this 
motherfucker up, I'd be impressed if there's a lot of people still listening after 40 minutes of monk talk. <sighs> How was your New Year's, buddy? Well, all I have to say, Dan, is we don't care what the Red Sun say. <laughs> we were singing the song off air, just, just living it up. Uh, my New Year's was uh, uneventful. How about yours? Also uneventful, because COVID was in our house, so we Whoopsies. didn't do jack shit. Oh, didn't my God. Didn't do jack shit. So the uh, gophers, we though, were uh, oh, very, yes. very out there. They're the 2021-22 what bowl? Guaranteed, guaranteed rate Guaranteed rate. Guaranteed rate. Thank you. Yeah. Guaranteed rate. The what? guaranteed rate bowl. They look great. The defense looked amazing. The offense uh, was eh, mediocre. Tanner Morgan, please feel free to not come back. We'd all be okay with that. Uh, Kai Thomas, would, one of the running backs who was good, just enter, entered the transfer portal today, I saw. I saw but that, yep. Mo Ibrahim's back. It's It really is just for the Gophers, their offensive line is so fucking huge, and they've been they've all been starting for about 17 straight years, so... That's all it's going to come down to is if they can replace that offensive line, get that keep that running game going. They got their offensive coordinator back from a few years ago, but good good to end on a bull win. Uh, West Virginia it seemed kind of like a shitty team. They didn't seem great. I'll just say that. So uh, it was fun. I stayed up late. I watched the entire game. It ended, I think, close to one, something like that. So that was a late one. I had a, maybe a few too many drinks. By myself because uh, COVID. Gophers. Row, row, row. Shove, shove, shove. Boom. Pasadena next year. Cannot take away that G-rate victory. It was red hot. And uh, the basketball squad gets loose this week. Tomorrow night, Gophers hosting the Illini I saw today. Everybody's back for Illinois after their COVID pause. So hopefully oh. the same is true for Minnesota. We'll see. No clue. Is there a line we could find anywhere Ooh, for that? I uh, don't let, know. Let me look, buddy. It might be a, two, a day too early. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. I uh, will see. I think Ben Johnson, Coach Ben Johnson of the Gophers, not to oh. be confused with the Canadian doping sprinter from <laughs> the late 80s he yeah wise he did he did is he dead he's got to be dead i would think uh, so um sexual we prowesses. do have we, we do have a line on the game bill gophers okay. at home getting seven points plus seven what yeah opened at five and a half it's moved to seven i'd hump those seven i mean i don't know what the fuck oh. illinois team is coming out you could steal that puppy. I don't think they. I, pra- I think they practice once. I do like the weeks. points. I don't know the Gophers are winning, but I like the points. I like the plus seven. That's a lot of points at home in the Big Ten in general. That just feels yeah. like too many, That's, too many, oh, Bill, yeah. too many points. Well, that'll be <laughs> too many, Bill. That'll be fun. I'm glad the Big Ten changed the rules after the influence of Zero Doink's last episode to mm-hmm. not have an automatic forfeiture. That's the power of Dan and Bill Doinks. That's what we yeah. do. That was dumb. That was dumb. Good on you, NCA, for listening yeah. to Zero Doinks. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. We're sorry, and mm-hmm. God bless you.
God bless you. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, pretty good at basketball, huh? He's fairly good at basketball. Back-to-back game winners. Bulls win again tonight. I don't know if you saw that. The game was a bit closer with the Magic than it probably should have been. I saw they were 14-point favorites. That was way too many points. It ended up being a bit closer than you would like, but that's going to happen. It's the NBA. Eight in a row for the Bulls? Maybe that's nine. where they're at. Maybe nine. Okay, yeah. maybe nine. Uh, they're on fire. They're awesome. They're winning the East. You heard it here so. first and last. And in between. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be fantastic. I don't see how anybody could even steal a win from them in the playoffs no. at this point. Yeah. I mean – I don't see another loss on their schedule. They're going to match the 72 and 10 Bulls, mm-hmm. go on to win it all, and yes. five more championships. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Let's dig up Jerry Krause, just like Craig T. Nelson <laughs> and that midwife in his yard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> special thanks to Tony Shaloub and his Green Bay, Green Bay Packer ass uh, for allowing us to speak about Monk in two of the last five episodes probably um no thanks to him actually right no thanks to him you think we could get tony on this show i think we should give it a shot for sure too it's a lot of questions do you think he'd be open to the questions no i bet he's an asshole in person let's find out let's find out i'm with you let's do it okay all right that sounds i think that'd be a lot of fun uh yeah okay that's a great idea great idea We'll work on that we'll definitely work on that that's our promise to you loyal zero doinks listeners if you've listened this far hopefully you enjoy that nugget and you get your rocks off thinking about us in a room with tony shalhoub this has been zero doinks next week is the finale of maybe not our season but definitely the Bears season thank god Hopefully, we'll be talking a lot more about changes at Hellas Hall as opposed to uh, the Bears-Vikings game that nobody gives a fuck about. Thank you, Dan. This has been a pleasure. I love you so much. I love you too, buddy. Go Bears. Go Bears! Zero dykes. We're all monk now. All monk. You sound amazing, Darren. Well, I'm fucking half cut, so it's, 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 a, it's a good Friday to be. I also have a trout pond still going in my pants, apparently. Yeah. Thanks, Matt Nagy.
<laughs> I am a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get keyword going. You're gonna keep that gun. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white and red. Fire somebody. We deserve better. Rover, don't interrupt while Sarah's interrupting. Ted medals in football affairs. Papa, all these people. I'm, I'm indecent. <laughs> don't worry, Patricia. They're friends. Calm down, Rover. I was only kidding. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Just a dream of.